Ashoka, Precious Cargo is a D&D homebrew campaign with violent themes and adult language. Viewer discretion is advised. Aloha, Kako friends. Happy Aloha Friday. My name is Eli, and I am your dungeon master. I'm Aaron A. Pabst, and I'm Trig. I'm Allegra, and I'm Shodi. I'm Amanda, and I'm Snowball. I'm Caleb, and I'm Anchor. I'm Sergio, and I'm playing Rad the Sea Turtle. I'm Zakia, and I'm playing Kenny. Be sure to keep tabs with us on Twitch as we're bringing you amazing content every single week. We got Aaron at the Sheep Farm. We got Iron Sworn Eye of the Storm. We got heroes you should know about. Be sure to come and join us at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time every Friday as we're live streaming Ashoka. We'll be up in the group chat, hanging out and listening alongside you. If you want to support us further, please be sure to subscribe to us on Patreon, where you'll gain access to our Discord channel and amazing perks like art and music. And all of your contributions continue to help Mayday make content for you to enjoy. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to tell a friend. Okay, let's see if this even works. <clears throat> oh, great and powerful Lemos. Wolf dude with a most creepy smile. I, I beseech thee to protect my friends as we trek across Wallraven to get to the other side. Um, is this working for you, Lemos? I gotta admit, it feels a little awkward to communicate with a patron I barely know or understand. At least with old Hamu, I knew what he wanted. Gold, treasure, that kind of thing. But that's not what you want, is it? I guess I was the one who rushed into a pack with you, so I don't know what I'm expecting, really. Anyway, it's been a most chill ride off the island of Galen, where we met Rain, our guide to Walraven. After coming back to life, Thanks to you, it was really nice to just hang with my homies and be back out on the ocean again. It's a shame Ponch can't really swim around as easily anymore, but I guess you take what you can get when you've been resurrected. After a while, we arrived on the shores of Marrow Point, and there we met Vasul, this cool barbarian dude who says he's been waiting for us. Man, that toad back at Tangu Atoll really thought of everything. Sorry they're dead. The next morning, we tried to convince Rain to stick around, but she decided to return home. But she didn't leave us empty-handed, though. The group decided I should carry three magical items that she left behind with us. An orb, a bottle, and a decanter. Can't wait to test them out. And after saying our goodbyes to Rain, we dove straight into the jungle with Vasul. He had us climbing over this cliff face, and there, Snooval was nearly charmed by a harpy. But we managed to drive it off before things got real bad. Eventually, we were deep in the Ahewa wilds, and even caught a glimpse of the soul tree. I was really vibing with its energies, and some of us really wanted to divert course to go see it, but we stuck to the plan. We came across some ruins of old Ashoka, but it was around that time that we realized we were totes being followed. So I drank a potion that made me translucent and managed to learn that there was a whole party of animal dudes following us. When I reported back to the group, we decided that since they hadn't been very aggro towards us, we'd let them continue following, but at least now we knew they existed. We got to a point in the wilds where I think there was some creepy old magic at play. 
Several of us were distracted and even led away from the group by these visions that the wild seemed to pull from our minds. It was most bogus. After we made camp that night, Snuval and I followed Vasul to see him praying to his barbarian god of death that he called Tuka. Maybe the weird vibes of the jungle influenced us, but we attempted to commune with Tuka too, and I think it worked. Because when I asked about Lemos, I was shown visions of a bound ancient being, something with a ravenous hunger most unquenchable. Dude, I wish I could take away your hunger, bro, but I'm spooked that not even all the squid pies in the world could satiate you. But I'll have to worry about that later, though. Right now, it's all about Baron and getting her to Algernon. Oh, <laughs> remember the, those weird illusions and that group that was tracking us? Well, it all came back to bite us in the shell big time. Some vines grabbed Baron, but then this like armor-clad rabbit dude who looked pretty cool, not gonna lie, but with these like sick bindings on his cute floppy feet, and he had these talons, he just came out of nowhere and tore Baron from the vines. Fortunately, Snooval whipped her hair back and forth and taught him to check himself before we wrecked himself. <laughs> uh, that's it. Um, amen? We spent f about six days traveling with Vasul, the Luxadon Barbarian, through Aheo Wilds that make up a good part of uh, Wolraven. You've seen various different things from ruins of parts of old Ashoka to the Soul Tree to the large, unfathomable wilds, and maybe things that you don't want to see. You've seen people that remind you of better times, sad times people you are looking for. Snival, you had seen Baron fall from 20 feet and you take a easy jump to grab her. But in the process of grabbing her, something else kind of darts out at the same time. And But you manage to kind of tuck Baron into you and kind of barrel roll back down into the ground as nimbly as you normally do with her in hand. And the other creature, just as nimble, lands just about maybe 10, 15 feet away from you. It stands up. It looks like a rabbit humanoid. The most notable thing about it is that it's wearing armor of some kind. It's got shods on its feet that have like large clawed talons on it as well as its hands. And it's got just padded armor stretched across its arms and stuff and it's holding a, a large glaive. And it's kind of like darting its eyes back and forward at the rest of you as it's just taking in you, its surroundings. It's taking you by surprise. You didn't expect this being to pop out of the woods like it did. 
and it looks like it was trying to like grab at Baron. Who are you? Yeah, it looked like it went to try to to jump and grab and reach out for Baron, but missed. Snowball was a, a bit faster. Uh, who's around me really quickly, sir? You have hmm? um, Snowball, uh, um, you're Snowball. You have uh, Shodi, uh, Kenny, and I'm a doll. <laughs> Rad, and yes, Kenny, um, Shodi is a doll. And, and I'm sorry, Sergio, you were going to say something before I accidentally cut you off. I, I think Rad just kind of would look to his allies and be like, who's this ho-dad? <laughs> uh, I'm going to, I'm going to tuck Baron tighter into me and be like, who are you? It tilts its head at you, but it's holding its, its glaive like behind its back, kind of in a, in a, in a stance ready to like jump if any of you guys kind of attack, but it kind of like chirps at you and makes a kind of chittering noise, but you don't understand it. Does Vasul seem to recognize it? Uh, Vasul is not with you. Vasul is with uh, Anchor and Trig. Ah. Yeah, you guys separated. Uh, Maybe you guys think we could, like, get this guy to follow us to Vasul? Um, let me, uh, Eli, can I, like, do my lovely sight thing and see into him really quick to see if he's a good guy? As you're kind of holding on to Baron and uh, you kind of just, like, dart a a hard gaze at him as you kind of peer in, you sense a, a, a wide range of good in it, um, in this creature. Um, it doesn't seem like it makes contact with many people on the outside, so it seems to be innocent in a, in a, in a kind of way. It's, it doesn't truly mean us home. I get that vibe from it, too. Let's try to lead him back to the others. Does anyone understand what he's saying, what they are saying? I don't. No. Um, I'm gonna go pick up <laughs> Shouty. No, she's like a little, <laughs> little plush doll. <laughs> Just hold them. Um, yeah. Do they have button eyes? <laughs> oh, like Coraline? Are they no, like a doll God. version of themselves? Like a yeah. little Goliath? <laughs> yeah, a little Goliath plushie. <laughs> oh. Merch. Smart. Shh. Merch. Uh, good, good, good. Send that to the, the merchandisers. The, oh. the the <laughs> doll and the chest. The chest. <laughs> <laughs> Get the shouty chest. Yes. The doll comes it's, in the chest. Yeah, exactly. It's right. in all of one. That's guys. the packaging. <laughs> um, uh, Eli, I'm going to motion um, for um, the rabbit to, like, just I'm going to motion and then be like, I'll follow. You can follow us and then just kind of walk back in the other okay. direction. Uh, roll a persuasion check. Oh, I got a 16. Thank you kind you. of like nice. say that and you kind of make this kind of like hand gesture that kind of tells it to follow and it kind of eventually like loosens up its and like stance and it kind of makes also like a hand gesture to you that it will follow you. Right, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, throw, I'll throw him a shaka and kind of start leading him. I'll walk behind him. I mean, guys, I could technically cast Comprehend Languages, but I don't really understand what they're saying. Maybe we wait till we get to Vasul, because he can probably talk to them. Yeah, you might want to save your energy for that. Okay. Appreciate it, yeah. It takes a few moments to get you guys back to the path um, that Vasul has been waiting. He didn't even bother to follow you guys into the woods. <laughs> he kind of just leaning up That's against fair. a trunk, and by That's now, Anchor fair. and Trig, you've uh, shown back up. 
um, and you've been there for a few minutes before the rest of the, the group joins you guys back. Hey, you guys found dinner. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, rat, <laughs> the, the rabbit kind of grips well, uh, tighter onto its uh, glaive as it understands you. Oh, that's oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he might have some food to share, but um, we were actually hoping Vasul, maybe you know who this dude is. Ever heard him before? Vasul, not paying quite attention as um, you guys approach, but eventually does see the, the rabbit creature. Um, and he, he says, um, never met this one, but I do know of them. Um, they're they're lapines. Um, he goes over to him and he kind of like, like bends his trunk a little bit and he starts making this kind of guttural like growl that kind of almost mimics in his own way the the, the chittering noise and he's kind of making hand motions with it it's responding back and they're uh they're conversing for a little bit you guys can roll a history check or a nature check if you want to know more about lapines or how much you know about them yeah. <laughs> i'll roll a history check that's a two someone else want to take that because i got Ooh. five yeah, I rolled an eight, so I don't know much more than you. We are all done. I've got an eight. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to try. You should. Just try. Come on. I want to know if Trig knows some shit. Huh. Uh, well, okay. You want to know if Trig knows some shit? Negative one. Yeah, none of you. Yeah. There's our karma. I rolled just out of curiosity, and I got a... Well, it'd be oh, funny geez. if it all would just be like, even if I weren't adult, I would be Way to go, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys don't know. <laughs> You've never heard the name. You have no idea what this creature is, but Vasul is conversing with it. Um, What's he, he say, Vasul? What's he say? Um, he says he's been, he's been tracking us uh, for the last few days. He says that uh, they... Uh, they could feel the power of the the of the child, um, oh. and they were drawn to it. Mm. Well, that answers our tale. Um, does it mean us harm? Does it well, seek anything from us? Or Lapines just are reclusive kind of beings. They kind of stay in their warrens deep within the jungles of wherever they call home. They're ruin keepers and forge makers. Well, he's welcome to stay with us tonight if he wants. Absolutely. Easy. There's plenty of room at camp. I, I don't see any reason why we can't have a guest. Trig, just think of it as extra cannon fodder just in case. We don't know this guy. Well, then keep an eye on him. You know what they say about strangers. Well, Trig, that's why we keep you around. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they don't try to kidnap Baron again. No. Uh, where that. is Shouty? I, I thought you all went to get them. Oh, about that. <laughs> Shouty just poofs. <laughs> Pops back into four. <laughs> just out of, like, Kenny's hand. Okay, Can you well. eat the doll like a Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the rabbit creature, like, takes a big leap and just kind of, like, <laughs> points its weapon. Like, oh. Welcome back. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. Oh. That's what's gonna happen to you if you fuck with us. <laughs> so, Vasul, um, Vasul, how many more days do we have in this forest if, if we continue moving? Not to put us back on track, but if our lupine friend is coming, we um, might as well keep moving. We'll have about one more day of travel before we'll hit the coast, and then we can get you back on track. 
you know, I, I never thought to ask you until now, but have you noticed there's like a lot of weird, funky illusion magic going on in this uh, jungle? Like, that's why we all keep wandering off, because we keep like seeing things. What's that about? As I said before, the forest in itself is alive with magic. The power of the soul tree kind of emanates throughout this entire wild. And it connects to all of Ashoka. All right, so everyone remember, it's not real, okay? We've been pretty sidetracked. I, w I wonder why it picks our memories. It's such a powerful being. It's enticing us for some reason, right? Interesting that it would play with us. You're connect well, you're connected to it, and you're closer to it now. So you're saying that, in a way, we're the ones that make it about us? In a way. Do, do, people, do people come to the soul tree to, like, work shit out, you know what I mean? Like, do they just, like, go into the forest near it and, like, talk to their ancestors and stuff? There are some who have made the trek to see what the soul tree may offer. It's a dangerous trek. There are a lot of things in this woods that, you know, that you don't, might want, not want to find. Was it always like this? Even when the civilizations were living here, did they I mean, see as things? As far as I know, the soul tree has always been here. I think it's best if, um, if everyone's all right, if we probably keep moving, because we don't know what this, the longer we stay here, what else could attract to us. Right. Who knows if we're even moving towards the jungle right now. You <laughs> could all be a dream. Rad pinches himself. <laughs> oh no. I've trekked through these forests as many times. I think, therefore, I am. I trust you, Fasul. You move on. Fasul gets you guys back on track. You guys trek for the rest of the day through the forest until you break camp. Your new acquired friend is kind of in the front with Fasul, and he's been kind of talking to him throughout the, the day. And about as dust kind of stretches, or he's he's been talking more feverishly and kind of pointing in a particular direction. Um, eventually, Vasul kind of turns around and he says uh, he thinks he knows a, a good place for us to camp for the night. A little bit of ruins uh, not too far from here. Mm, of the mysterious creature leading us to mysterious ruins. <laughs> would we have learned this creature's name? Uh, Rad certainly would be inquisitive enough to ask Vasul to ask. Um, he introduces himself as a Vervain. A-V-E-R... V E R V A I N. <laughs> I know you, I know you, I know you. <laughs> Someone um, should insight right? check this guy. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, anyone like to insight who's, check him? Who's inside checking? Oh, I was gonna say, can I go to the back and cast tongues on myself so that I can understand him and he can understand me? And I wanna okay. <laughs> You know what to do. Okay. It's a, <laughs> it's a six. Okay. It's a six. It's fine. That's a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Yeah. Uh, yes. So you're insighting, checking on where he's leading you? Ooh, my insight. From what you can tell from the mannerisms that he, he's been displaying and stuff like that, he seems pretty earnest. Um, he hasn't really paid much interest or mind to you guys. He's been more uh, paying attention to Vasul. Um, since he's the only one who kind of can speak and converse with him. You gotta um, earn his respect. Yeah. yeah. 
Eli, can I, um, you know, when there's a lull, or, or I'm sorry, the opposite of a lull, when there's sort of conversation between him and Vasul and the rest of us, can I blow the whistle again? Sure. But, uh, Shodi, you were listening into conversation, right? Yeah, uh, since I have tongues now. I'll yeah. Listen in. So you, you kind of trek in the back and you cast, as you cast tongues and stuff, and eventually you can, like, that, that chittering noise and the guttural sounds of a soul that been, they've been making kind of eventually molds into a language you understand. Um, and they're just, as they're conversing, um, they're just pretty much talking about directions and, and paths. He says that there is a, a patch of like old stones and ruins near uh, about maybe a, a mile or so off the path and they just continue to have just general conversation very short topics nothing that seems alarming or <laughs> like he's going to have like malice intentions right. okay it would be cool to see another ruin yeah um okay then i'll i'll uh i'll use however much time i have left on tongues like trying to like talk to them too but also talking to veron because i like being able to talk to her okay yeah i have I think it's an hour, so however long that is. Sure. Yeah, it sounds like we'll just follow them to that location. Yeah, Caleb, you blow the whistle, and you... The uh, the name you hear is uh, Hawkbit. This is the name. Okay. Rad has gotten it in his head for some reason that he thinks he needs to, like, impress this guy, so he just wants to try to find, like, a, a coconut, like a fresh coconut. Or, yeah, like a coconut he knows <laughs> is probably going to have, like, some something in it. Okay. Uh, so he's just, he'll just find that and carry with it to, until they get to camp. Okay, yeah. Uh, roll me a survival check. See if you can find a coconut. <laughs> oh, I hope I can. God damn it, roll the natural one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, you you got a rock. It's a rock. You yeah. like walking. Actually, roll me a wisdom saving throw. Oh. <laughs> <gasps> uh, better. It was like an 18. Jesus. Okay, yeah, you're fine. Um, <laughs> you walk into the jungles off the path and you're looking for a coconut and eventually you feel that pull down a path of the trees and you can hear that, that familiar shaving of like wood but you remember that it's, it's an illusion and you realize that you've gone a little too far and you turn around and you walk away not cool sultry <laughs> okay, I'll just keep following yep. Eli when it comes to bedding down do we usually go as far as like a mile off the path or is this maybe the farthest we've gone for camp? Depending on where you guys have like settled for the day, you guys might have had to trek a little bit inland to like okay. find a, a place um, or you might have, have taken some time to find something uh, acceptable for you guys to bunker down under. A couple of times you've managed to find like small ruins or just like stone areas that were a little bit safer for you guys to rest. Gotcha. When we're, when we're setting up camp and we're, like, setting up the fire, um, Rad is going to make sure that Vervain is kind of looking in the direction and he's going to cast Prestidigitation to try to cause the fire to, like, start and then, like, look at him like, huh? Huh? It's Prestidigitation. It starts. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not asking for help. I want to impress him. <laughs> Roll a... <laughs> Roll a persuasion check. <laughs> do we notice <laughs> rad peacocking? We do uh, what is it? Peacock. Performance? 
Performance or persuasion? Pers- oh, performance persuasion. Or, yeah, persuasion. They're, they're the same uh, nine. <laughs> you, like, put your hands out like that next to the fire, like jazz hands, and uh, Vervain just kind of quietly just sits down next to the fire. Doesn't seem very impressed. All right. Well, he just sits down there graciously. Okay. Rat will just get up and try to look for something else to <laughs> impress him with. I'm sorry, Eli. Maybe I missed it, but did you did you tell us what the interior of this place no, looked like? No, I didn't actually. When you guys uh, you guys enter into like a, a clearing area, and what you see is just like pillars that are kind of um, scattered and stretched about. They've got like moss and vine that kind of wrapped around it, just showing all the sign of like regrowth and like nature kind of taking back over. Towards the back of it, kind of in this like circular stone pattern in the middle is this giant stone and it has a a ruin carving at its center and then the rest of it is just surrounded by foliage Weird What kind of a room? Um, you can investigate I would love to look at the room Yeah? I will (laughs) I do Try to examine the room Yeah, you can roll me investigation checks (laughs) <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I got a five. Oh, I might beat I might beat you. I, I might so. beat you. I hope so. <laughs> I get a ten. Okay. Um, you guys approach this large stone, and you, you can see that it's just got a, a kind of a small spiral and a, a line that kind of stretches all the way down to the to the bottom of the stone. But other than that, like you can't really recall if it's you've seen it before. Very strange and ominous. It's very clean cut in the stone, from what you can tell. Trig, I'm sorry, I have no idea what this is. I don't got a clue either. I'll tell you what, I will take a charcoal rubbing of it. It's a big, it's a big stone. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do think it's. Um... I just need, I just need a real big piece of paper. You go right ahead, and I'm gonna walk away. <laughs> I have several small pieces of paper. Like how many? Like am I gonna use all your paper? I don't wanna use all your paper. I have 10 devoted pieces of paper for you, Trick. That's not gonna be even close to enough. Maybe I'm missing something, but couldn't you just draw the room to scale? I mean, there's that too, but what if like I missed something? I guess I'll try though. Uh, Has it been an hour yet? Do I still have tongues up? Um, you have a little bit more time, I would say like 10, 10 minutes or so. Okay, cool. Uh, can I go over to Vervain then? Sure. Hello. I'm glad you've decided to come with us. Um, but what is this place? Can you, do you know anything about it? You mean the wilds in general or, or this particular spot? Well, no, I, I, the wilds are lovely. This particularly. Really, the the ruins mostly. This is one of the ruined spots for the the soul tree. It's a connection point. There there are many that are kind of scattered throughout the Ahea wilds. Many that we tend to. It's a connection point. Like like are there roots way down in the in the earth, and it comes over here, and there's a root under here, and that's is the monolith part of a root, and it just sprung up, and that's what it is, and it's part of the tree. Or what do you mean by a connection spot? I suppose I don't know what that means. Well, the, the roots, yes. You, in, you're right, in some parts, the roots kind of stretch out throughout all of Ashoka. But um, 
these points are just powerful areas that have more, I guess, connection. It's just a place where we can feel the, the soul tree much better or more focused. Um, why? Why are you interested? Shouty, you did, uh, I remember you saying you kind of wanted to see what would happen if uh, Baron was... If Baron was... Well, I don't want them to suck her in or her to suck them in. Oh. I don't know if anyone's gonna... What if we just... I'm sure I'm sure she'll be fine. What if we just had her give a little poke? I can ask her. I'll go and I'll kneel down in front of her, uh, since I still have tongues. And I'll say, Alright, Bron, um... So there's a very special tree at the center of all this, and, um, you're a very special child, and I was wondering if you think... Hmm. I don't want you to get hurt, but I think that this tree and you might have some kind of connection, and this is a very powerful spot. Do you want to go touch that big rock? Just gonna, like, nod and be like, okay? Do you want me to hold you while you do it, or do you want to walk? She stands up, and she kind of walks, but she kind of, like, reaches out for your hand. I'll hold her hand and walk with her. Okay. And be, like, ready to just, like, rip her and pick her back up in my arms in case anything happens. And I'll lead her to the monolith. You and, uh, you lead Baron over to where, uh, Trig and, uh, Snival have been kind of just standing. And, um, like... Like, Baron is so tiny compared to, like, this giant stone and kind of looking up at it, kind of just amazed by it. Um, I'll put her on my shoulder so she can get a better look. <laughs> yeah. You put her on her, you put her on her shoulders and you, you walk over <laughs> and, and she kind of just, like, puts her hand on it. And at first, nothing seems to happen. Just kind of patting on the stone, just looking around. Pretty neat, huh? And yeah, she's like, it's big. It's really big, yeah. <laughs> it's bigger than all of us. But yeah, she eventually leans in and like puts both hands on it and stuff like that. But as she kind of touches, keeps touching and stuff like that, but nothing seems to react to it. Okay. I think I'm a bit relieved. <laughs> I'll just let her keep playing with it as long as she wants to. Yeah. Pats on the stone for a while until she gets kind of gets bored, and then she kind of just puts her hands on Trigg's <laughs> head <laughs> on his hat kind of pulls the hat off his head <laughs> alright I think that's our cue <laughs> um, by now Vazul's kind of helped set up camp and stuff like that around the fire and, and um, gotten some rations and provisions out for you guys to eat when they've returned from the rock Rad is literally bench pressing uh, Ponch uh, nearby Vervain <laughs> Just like trying to chat him up, even though he doesn't understand him. How much? So you serve? How much on way? I mean, just shadow mastiff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll just do that thing where like his legs are just dangling and his yeah, ears yeah. are back, just not <laughs> really about it. Yeah. And then I'll make I'll make Ponch do things like you know like when they like jump off your chest and like jump off your back, <laughs> like just stupid dog tricks. The old America's Got Talent trick. Yeah, you're, you're putting yeah. a routine together. Yeah. Wow. Snowball's just gonna stare. She's kind of annoyed too. Vervain kind of chitters something over to Vasul. If Vasul makes a, a guttural noise and it seems like they they chuckle a little bit to themselves, but Vasul gets. What did he say, Vasul? He, he into it? 
He says you're pretty strong lifting the dog. Yeah, yeah, cool. Thanks, man. Thanks. I'll just <laughs> go sit next to him, take out like a water skin and like drink some and then like squeeze it like if it was a cup and just like <laughs> let the water roll out, flex my muscle. Okay. He notices. <laughs> it says, continues to say nothing. Is there anything anybody else wants to do? Yeah, I'll lean over to Shadi and I say, what do you think the odds are? that Rad is going to marry that thing and we'll never have to see him again. I don't know. I don't know much about... He does seem like he's trying to get his attention very much. That's fascinating. He hasn't oh. tried to get anyone else's attention like that before. Huh. I'm going to be following this very closely now that you brought that to my attention. I'm just hoping that we can, can get rid of Rad, personally. No, no. He's alright now. Is he? That was... That was a one-time thing. I'm not. People like that don't tend to change. Well, I think we're the only people he's ever told that, you know, that he was in charge of a destroying ships, and then he, and then he did sacrifice himself for us in Baron. So I think, I think his lying penance is paid. Yeah, it was up to well, me. Don't be shot it down, but whatever you say. I know. I have so many people for you to shoot so soon. Good. Well, we've got to Let me add first, and then, and then we'll talk more specifically. All right, all right. I think Anchor is very uneasy at this place. I don't know what's up, but I think it's hinky, and so I'm going to stand at the sort of tree line of the camp and clubs out, and um, I don't know. I'm watching. Okay. Roll a perception check. Could be kinky. Could be kinky, oh, but right now turtle. it's hinky. It's hinky. It's hinky. Hinky Get right your mind now. out of the gutter. Kinky later. <laughs> Who's gonna win? What's going on with the energy today? <laughs> you just said a fluke. Yeah, yeah, that, that, it is, that is. That is. That is. Fluke, I think. <laughs> I was wondering where I got it. I could have easily said I have a bad feeling about this, but I went with hinky instead. <laughs> uh, roll me a perception check, Anchor. Okay. Since you're chilling on the tree line. Oh, Can natural you... 20. Boom. Natural oh, boy. Uh, so, I think it's like a Woo! 24, I think. Let me check. Uh, yep, 24. You're scanning the, the tree line, and you notice just the the usual stuff you have seen on the, on, on the trek. The occasional animal, occasional bird fluttering around, sound of the jungle. But eventually, like, you do catch your eye with something that darts across the, the tree line in the medium, like, humanoid form. Similar to when we saw um, Vervain in the trees before, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm gonna call back to the group and say, there's something watching us from the trees, I think, passing around the camp. Maybe it's Vervain's friends. Vassal, can you ask Vervain if they know who it is? Vassal asks, um, and he responds, um, Vervain says that uh, the rest of his uh, hunting party has been lurking through the trees. He didn't come alone. Uh, they want to join us. Uh, yeah, invite them. Why don't they shut themselves? Uh. Meanwhile, Trig is already unrolling a tripwire at the entrance of the cave. Oh, should I wait? <laughs> I think hold off, yes. Maybe hold Be, off. Just Lapines tend to keep to themselves. They don't interact with the outer world often. It's rare to see them even for for us. 
And usually when we do, it's either to fight them or to, you know, as they're passing through on a hunting party. I think if we remain calm, everything will be fine. I mean, I... Interesting, though, right? Vervain uh-huh. would betray all those circumstances just to spend time with Iran. She's a very special girl. He must be really impressed with us or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, Lapines have connections to the ruins. They're keepers. I imagine they have some type of connection to the soul tree. Vasul, this illusion, the the shared relationship between the soul tree and us, the same would be for Baran as well, right? The nature of who she is doesn't change that? No. All of us are connected to the soul tree. So, in essence, the soul tree and the soul render are speaking. I guess, in a way, I, I'm do not know these kinds of things. This is all that I know. Okay. Okay. Uh, I sure wonder what it would look like if we followed Baron into one of these little illusions, you know what I mean? Like, what would she see? I was thinking the same thing. That doesn't seem like a smart idea to me. Trig. That was shocking. Are you hey, man, no. It's fine when I do it, but when a little girl's involved. I mean, the illusions never hurt anyone, do they? We don't know that. Also tried to keep us there. Not physically. My Actually, of, Shody did seem pretty, like, messed up after walking out of one of them. All of them have been pretty emotionally damaging. Yeah, I'm not sure I want to no. do that to Brown. Yeah, do we know what a four-year-old throwing a sort of a cosmic tantrum is like? Well, mm-hmm. I wonder if we would have her memories or... The soul renders. Well, also, no one saw what I saw, and no one saw what Kenny saw, and no one saw what Trig oh, saw. Yeah. So there's mm. those guarantee we're not just sending her out into the forest on her own, and I am not about that. It's one thing when it's she's four, so that's what I'm just trying to say. Like, let's be a little extra cautious about trauma to the child. <laughs> <laughs> like Trig's head. Caution. Fair. Yeah, caution. My standard operating procedure. That is a refreshing change from you, Trig. I'm really impressed. Honestly, it was a a deliberate growth, and we're very proud of you. I'm gonna Uh, smile real wide at something up. (laughs) I'm gonna kiss Trig on the top of the head. (laughs) I'm wearing a hat. I'll move your hat and I'll kiss you on the top of the head. Uh, <laughs> Ron can do what she likes. <laughs> Mom trig. Mom trig is Sure, soft. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about time for you guys to settle down to sleep. Um, did anybody want to take watch? Basul is willing to take the first watch. Okay. I'll take watch. A watch. I guess second watch. Sure. I can take third. I can, uh, if, and, um, okay, so we have, uh, Kenny, Shody, is anyone else doing watch? I think the soul's taking the first as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna, s- I'll stay up also for the first watch, so it's not just okay. soul. I just want to make sure that my, wherever I bed down, it's right by, okay. um, Baran. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay on one of her sides too. Yeah. Like a Say with a lot of you guys <laughs> surround Baron as you guys sleep. Uh, it's a cuddle pile. Yeah. Yeah. Our weird mom pile. <laughs> mom pile. <laughs> All the moms. 
Everybody settles into bed. Um, Vervain finds a, a place to also bunker down away from you guys as you guys kind of seem to huddle around Baran as she's kind of sleeping in the center of you guys. Um, Sunval and Vasul are um, up. They're just sitting around the fire, keeping watch. Vasul has his greatsword sitting across his lap. Have you always lived on this island, or did you travel elsewhere? I was born on this island, and I lived most of my life on this island, but I have traveled some across Ashoka. We all, at some point in our lives, must see beyond. Oh, I agree. I'm just curious, um, where have you traveled uh, to? Mainly the Rokewood. Favorite kind of place. There's a lot of strange things and various fighters and fighting pits that I've come to enjoy. Mm. Yeah, I unfortunately spent time there as well. You're a monk of some kind, are you not? From what I can gather. Uh, yes, that's, that is correct. What, uh, what path do you follow, if I may ask? Um, you may. Um, I follow... Do you know the god Kelmvor? heard of it. A death god, as far as I know. Yes, probably one of the wisest and kindest from most people's points of view. My, uh, I was sent out for missions that were placed before me. That's how I ended up here. I think I've heard of your kind. Death walkers, right? Some call us that. It's not probably what you thinking. You do not know what I'm thinking. I mean, <laughs> that is true. I don't mean to offend you in any you way. You can't possibly offend Vasul, but go on. Yes. My my duty is to basically just learn more, understand more, and if I am told to help someone pass over, then that is what I do. And when I'm told not, I make sure that they survive. Simple as that. Sounds like you're cheating death. Is it? Or is it everybody's time comes when it comes? I guess, but you know, I don't know. I've meant, I've been in many battles and I have been, I've seen the brink of death, but I think there's a, a will in everyone to survive and to want to test their faith against death itself. That's, I think, the greatest gift Takar gives us. Well, that's very interesting. Good for you. The ball's like gonna just be like nodding along and just like, okay, we're not gonna go down this rabbit hole. Eventually you guys grow quiet and Vasul takes the hint and he, he grows silent. Eventually the rest of the night goes uninterrupted for you. Kenny, Kenny, would you, would you like to sleep more or would you like to take over a walk? I said I was going to watch. I will watch. All right, Kenny, Kenny, you're up. <laughs> Kenny's just gonna, um, intentionally like reheat the mask open and just make like a flood work light into the forest okay. <laughs> so you can see what's coming <laughs> away, so from, cool. away from everybody but she's just gonna okay. like let the mask open and just are you are you using it to look for something oh, or are you using it to like keep people keep things at, at bay like a searchlight <laughs> yes okay yes Cool. Yeah. Any uh, search lighting through the forest, like every time she hears a rustle, she like darts over. <laughs> but ever the visual, <laughs> you can hear fluttering and like the loud chittering of animals who are being blindsided by light as they're trying to sleep in the woods. 
So it gets a little it gets a little noisy. Vervain kind of peeks an ear up and like listens about, but closes his eyes. Anchor. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn it! Eventually, you just hear the sound of like the ocean and the waves kind of crashing on the coastline, and you hear like just like the light hammering of wood and stuff and. When you, like, kind of open your eyes, it's, like, really bright from, like, the sunlight and the sunshine that's kind of pouring down. And when you kind of, like, get your bearings for a second, you notice that um, you're just on the sands of the the coast of your hometown. And just a little bit of ways you notice um, a ship that is just being slowly built. It's in the process. Um, It's hot from the summertime. And you notice your father, Rom, beating away at, at one of the woods, kind of setting the planks and moving on to the next one. You're just like 10 feet or so away from him. I think um, this is maybe a dream that I've had before. This may be one I've visited a million times, uh, especially recently. And so like, like it's a memory, I move to where he keeps the rest of the lumber. I take the tools that are right next to it, and I, you know, without speaking wordlessly, I I move up next to him and I start helping the best I can, giving him lumber when he needs it, assisting with tools where I can, and helping put as you uh, as you are helping and assisting him. You you kind of notice that like his hair is much more grayer, grayer in the in the in the age that you would expect him at this point in his life. and you guys are just slowly continuing to build this and it feels nice it feels homely it feels like something you've really really miss how how do i feel am i me at my age now um am i younger you feel like you at your age you're kind of looking down at at yourself and though you're wearing like clothes of the summer that you would normally wear when you were much younger you have a sense that you're home and it just feels like relief that you're just home. Something you really, really miss. Let me a perception check. Great. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I hope I see a seagull. Um, uh, 17 total. As you're just eventually helping him and stuff like that, um, you kind of just like look at him and you kind of take his face in. And then you, you notice something about his face. Um, he, he acquired scars over his years and being in battle and and being at sea and stuff like that. But you notice that the, the familiar like scar that he has kind of on his left chin that goes to his ear is on the wrong side of his face. I think I immediately drop the, the tools in my hands and the lumber and, and I just stare at him. And I think it's that feeling in a dream where you want to reach out and touch someone or you want to run or you want to do whatever it is and you feel mm-hmm. trapped in your body to do so. So my hand is moving slow as possible to to reach up to his face. Kind of looks at you for a second and he says, something wrong? You're not him. What do you mean? You're not him. And I, I go to touch his face completely. You now. you go and you touch his face and where you expect to feel like flesh and stuff like that, you actually feel something rather smooth and almost faceless. So you kind of run your finger along and it feels like wood. Uh, I think I'm going to take my hand away and try and run uh, from it uh, back down the beach, away from the boat, uh, away from Rom. Okay. As you you feel panicked by the sensation of 
touching the face and you go to turn to run the beach disappears and it's now just kind of a suspended kind of void space and as you kind of turn around standing before you is the masked woman from Tengu Atoll with the spiral looking crude drawn face with the with the sharp jagged teeth and she's just tilting her head slightly at you and just kind of hunched over a little bit you can kind of see like her fingers through the sleeves of her hands and she just tilts her head to the side took you long enough to figure it out oh i i think it throws him into a rage and what was running before is now running immediately at her you know fists out i don't have anything with me but i'm just trying uh, to violently an arm beat strike her, you know <laughs> 15. 15 does not hit. You go to swing, and it's it's really close, um, but as you swing, like, she just kind of disappears, and she's just now standing just off the side of you. Now, now. No need to be hasty. Yeah, I think I'm just as enraged. I'm, I keep trying to catch her, uh, you know, wring my hands around her. Now you go, and you kind of swipe back and forth and stuff like that, and you just can't seem to get your, your hands on her. It's like, I haven't done anything wrong. I haven't done anything that you haven't already felt yourself. So I don't know why you're so angry. What do you mean? I I haven't done anything to that girl. I would never. And I go back against her again. Yes. She, like, keeps... She keeps dodging. Eventually... Eventually, she's going to just take one of her uh, hands and it stretches out into just like a claw that she kind of just slashes up against you and it kind of rakes against your armor. She rolls uh, a 22. Uh, Yeah, that'll hit me. You take six points of slashing damage. But then as she slashes you, she kind of just grabs onto you. You may not want to hurt this little girl, but you do want to go home. You do want to end this war and I know the answer to it. And it's not going to this island. I've raked the corners of your mind and your heart, Ezrez. I know you. And you know the right way. You could end all of this, all of this trouble. Is that where you come from? From home? I am a humble servant of the Torch Queen and all of Sasan's goals. Should have known. Should have saw it. Maybe you just didn't want to see it. I'm not interested in what you have to say. Kill me in my sleep. Wake me up. I I don't care. Whatever you have to say, I don't want to hear it. You may not want to hear it, but it's already there. Remember that. Eventually, she kind of treks into the shadows and disappears, and you start feeling that panic you have after these series of dreams, and eventually you wake up. (laughs) Yeah, I think I go and I take a very long morning walk. Kenny, you would have seen this. this. is probably towards the end of your watch that you notice Anchor kind of stir. And... Big floodlights in your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mask closes. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's not like I was getting any sleep. Are you okay? I'm not. I'm not kidding. Um, I'm seeing things in my dreams, and I haven't told all of you because it's deeply personal to who I am, and I keep thinking that I can fight what that is, and I'm losing. I think the things that we thought, the things that we saw on Tengu Atoll, I think they're Sasanian, and 
and I think they mean to take Baran for the Empire. Okay, and they're in your dreams? You're talking to them? Yes. In a way, I don't know if it's real fact or fiction. I, I couldn't tell you to begin with, but they speak to me, and they tell me... They tell me that I want to harm that girl, and I don't, but damned if they aren't convincing of who they think I am. Why do they think that? I'm like them, Kenny. I'm from there. I'm just as much them as anyone else. I just picked a new place to live. Alright. Um, Kenny's gonna... But still, she's gonna, like, touch Anchor on his forehead um, and just cast... It's just a simple guidance, but hopefully that helps. It's meant to be a comforting gesture. She's not the hugging type. Okay. Uh, I don't know what to do about that. We should talk about it with everyone, though. If you're okay, I, I just... don't want to scare you. I'm okay. I want them to know. I just don't want them to mistrust me. I saw what happened with Rad, and some of us have been so hurt by the Empire that I don't think it will be easy to come back from the reveal. Not that they don't already know, but any association, you understand. I do understand. But I also understand that if you were truly like these people, you would have taken the opportunity way before tonight. You truly think so? Yeah. I mean, we're not super sharp as a group, but that would be pretty dumb to wait till now. We're really close. <laughs> I suppose you're right. Thank you for talking to me like this. I know that you and I, we don't talk as much as the others in general. Um, but I appreciate that you could hear me so plainly. It's my job. Also, I feel like I owed you one I, I lied about you earlier. Oh, did you? Yeah. A good lie, I hope? A good lie. Of course. of course. Well, if you ever want to lay any more good lies at my feet, I'm, I'm here for you like you were for me. Okay. It's your fault I'm nice to Rad now. Good. Good. That's <laughs> progress. He deserves it. He, he's as much a part of us as you are, and you're every bit as important, all of you, to me. All right. <laughs> good night, Captain. Of course. Thank you, first mate. What? No. I don't. I don't want to put it around, but I think it fits. I don't tell the others, but I. Mm -hmm. I will not. If you tell any of them, I used a nautical term. <laughs> it will mean death for both of us. <laughs> I. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Okay. Good night. I'm going to go take a walk. Enjoy your searchlight. <laughs> I will. Oh, um, and I'll wake up. Show me. Show it. Show it. Lay. Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> we all did. I'm glad we all no, collectively no. think that way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's a thing when I write their name down and I was like, Shoddy, that's a cool name. Yeah. And then I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me a perception check, Shoddy. As you've taken over for Kenny. 19. Uh, 
Yeah, you're, you scan the, uh, the forest and the tree line. The fire's getting really low, and uh, everything seems relatively quiet, like most of the nights you've experienced so far. Um, but as you're kind of eventually watching through the little tree line, you eventually go back down to Baron as you kind of just constantly make sure she's okay. And uh, like for a second, you like look down and you don't see her in her little in her little nook. Um, and then you like frantically look, and then you notice that she's kind of making her way back over towards that stone, just by herself with a little with a little Pete's just walking. Oh, I'll I'm gonna run after her. Okay. Yeah. You you run after her, and eventually she gets. Yeah, she's not she's not she's not sleeping in her little because you guys are like circling around her. Uh, it was a 19, so I can I can talk to her. Okay, you can talk to her. Um, yeah, are you, um, did you, like, rush to, like, scoop her up, or are you just trailing behind her? Uh, I'm probably gonna try and circle around in front of her and, like, kneel down. Where are you going? The, the stone. Why? It's very early. She doesn't really give you an answer, but she's, like, trying to squirm past you. Ron, it's very, we can do this in the morning if you want to. She keeps, she finally, um... Yeah, she's, uh, unless you're trying to actually grab her, she's gonna... I'm probably gonna try and stop her. Okay, yeah, roll, roll the, a, a dex check against her. Jesus H, this rogue nonsense. I'm not even a good rogue. Five. Now, Bronze so small and, and stuff that she manages to wiggle between your, your long arms, and she just keeps, like... Walking over towards the the stone. I'll I'll just stay with her then. And... Did the rock tell you something? Did someone else tell you to do this? I hear the voices. What kind of voices? Touch the stone, and she's by now she's gotten up to it, and she kind of just puts her little hands on on the stone. As she's going to do that, can I like kneel behind her and like not grab her, but just have my arms like hovering around her, so as soon as it goes, I can just like yank her back if something weird happens. Sure. Okay. As she puts her hands, both hands on either side of the stone where the, like, the first like etching of the, the carve that goes up towards the top of it, you see the stone in the middle of her forehead start to kind of illuminate in this like kind of whitish light. The stone itself starts to take on that light color as it kind of light illuminates the rune and it goes all the way up to the top so it circles all the way through. Are you doing that? She doesn't answer you. Like she doesn't answer you. She talks. She seems kind of preoccupied as like even her like her irises kind of seem to like illuminate with light. Can I touch <clears throat> can I touch the rock? With like yes. I'll leave one arm like around her and I'm gonna reach out and touch the rock too. Pull me a wisdom saving throw. Oh boy. Which one? Uh this one. Are you kidding? Oh no, no. are you oh, are you no. shitting me? Oh no! Are you <laughs> There it be. <laughs> I don't know how this works. I don't know how this happens. <laughs> well you you know how it you know how I don't it know goes. How this how? You know what you must do. Oh god, I'm <laughs> I don't know why any the of us dice. Do it. I was hoping. I was like hoping not. Throw the dice, young shouting. 
What's gonna happen? Oh, Show day. Show day. The only time we have Let the chaos flow. Pirate accent this entire campaign. Uh, well, it's a it's a it's a square number. It's sixty four. That means good things. Uh, Shodi, what's your spell DC? Fifteen. As you put your hand on the stone, this, the the energy that's like circling around it just kind of darkens and turns almost reddish. Yeah, and eventually bad. you you get fucking propelled from the rock, like pushed away, and it makes a loud crackling noise. Well, it'd be fair to say that loud crackling noise woke everybody mm -hmm. else up. Yes, 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 it did. I'm awake. Is oh my God. still up next to the rock? Yeah, Baron's still at, uh, up at the rock, and um, the light starts to kind of deluminate and, and, and retract and stuff like that because you've touched it. Um, but Baron seems to be okay. Shodi, are you alright? I'm fine, I'm fine. Baron touched the rock, and it's this. Oh, I'm, I'm sprinting for the rock, and I'm trying to grab Baron. Rad, roll me a, a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom save is plus four, so that's 21. You right. look at, like, Shodi for a second, and some something kind of, like, a, a bit of, like, fear kind of emanates from you from a second, noticing Shodi, but it kind of, you kind of swallow it, because you remember it's your friend, and there's nothing wrong. I felt like an energy? Like a static? Like an energy, like something that's, like, it, like for a second, like, she kind of f almost frightened you, but, like, you, ah. you were able to kind of keep yourself together. Oh, uh... Here, let me have you all help. Let me help you up, and I'll help them up. Thanks, Rod. Thank you. Um, Trick, what were you doing? I want to run and try to grab Baron up away from this here rock. Yeah, but I mean, Baron's standing there, and you you scoop her up, and she's kind of still kind of Start like taking her away from it, reaching. She's kind of getting a, a little fussy with you. That's okay. That's okay. We're all good. We're all good. We're done. It's it's the, the rock touching time is over. It's back to bedtime now. Kind of crying a little bit. Shouty, what was happening? I don't know. She, I was by the fire, and then I looked up, and she was going for the rock. She said she heard voices telling her to go to it. Where's Vervain? Vervain has has gotten up. He's kind of on the residual end of it, actually. I need to roll something. Could you get some translation? Maybe Vervain has some information. Yeah, if I still have tongues, can I can I ask him? As you guys are gathering, um, as you guys are doing that, as you guys are gathering around, everybody except Rad, roll me a wisdom saving throw. Cool. You got this, Rad. Oof. Wisdom save. Okay. Uh, fuck. Okay. Eleven. Damn. I have a 16. 16? Trig? 10. Uh, Kenny? 11. Sure, uh, Snowball? 8. Mm. Okay. Oh. Those who rolled under 15, you guys are frightened of Shoti. Something Jeez. about mm. them steers, stirs deep-seated fear in you, and you need to step away from them. As I step away, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, use my stillness of mind to go into like some very deep uh breaths to basically uh get over my frightness just fucking monk shit i love it amanda's just like no <laughs> <laughs> i literally Sorry. yeah i was uh no bitch i'm a monk of death what do you yeah. <laughs> that's cute and all but no <laughs> i just had to give a shit <laughs> is baron afraid of shoddy yeah. Baron seems frightened. 
as well. Okay. What's wrong with everyone? Uh, what's the big deal? What do you? Yeah. I don't know if that's shouty. What? Uh, of course it's shouty. I. Th they're afraid of you, shouty. <laughs> I. I can tell. Um... I, I advise everyone to take very deep breaths and calm down. I'm gonna back up from everyone. If, if especially if Baron's afraid, I'm gonna back up. I don't. I don't know what I did. I touched the rock with Baron, but. I, um, I'm sorry. I, I'm so me. <laughs> Should we stop Baron? I mean, it doesn't look to be hurting her. Yeah, Baron's kind of like crying as kind of oh. Triggs taking steps back away from from Shodi. Has, has anything changed with the rune now that Baron's not? Um, the rune's attacked? no longer illuminated. It seems to be um right. as it was. Um. Okay. Okay. Good. When it was lit up, were there more? runes visible than what we see when it's not from lit what up. you could tell at the time you only saw the the one main carving in the stone illuminate okay. uh, could you ask Baron what she saw did she feel something i don't know if she'll talk to me right now but i'll try oh yeah yeah we should wait i guess yeah um i've got a bit of time on this one so whenever she's less afraid i suppose um she told me she heard voices and that they wanted her to come closer, but she she seemed weird. She seemed like she wasn't sure what was happening, and she just she just wanted to get to it. Surely, run me a perception hmm. check. Uh, dirty twenty. Behind you, you hear the sound of metal being unsheathed as you see Vervain oh. drawing his glaive pointing it at you, towards you. No, it's a misunderstanding, dude! He seems to be racked with fear. If he's putting the glaive out in front of Shouty, I'm immediately moving in front with the club. Just in a defensive position, not like I'm gonna smack the shit out of him, but I will if he tries anything. I still have tongues up. Can I... Can I try and cast Charm Person on him? Okay. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a... Wisdom saving throw... Uh, it has advantage if, I'm, if we're fighting it, but I don't know if we're fighting it, but I think maybe if it's afraid of me, it might have advantage. I don't really know how that would work in this situation. What's the DC? 15. Ah, uh, it succeeds. Shit. Uh, I rolled a 13 on my okay. wild magic, so. Yeah, you go to try to charm it, uh, charm him, but he kind of shakes it off as he kind of... Vervain, it's fine. I... I don't know what's happening, but um, I'm me, and I'm not going to hurt you, and I'm I'm really not that scary. I'm just kind of tall. Uh, Vervain kind of says something like chittering, really loud. Or you you can hear him though, right? I have talked about still um, an hour. As he's kind of chittering it to the rest of you, Shodi, you can hear him say, "I can feel the magic, the chaos magic that's inside of you. You're not a safe person." That's... I understand that. You are out of control. <laughs> I'm doing my best not to be. Is he talking shit about you, Shoddy? Uh, no, he's just afraid. Shoddy, what are they saying? It's just that I'm out of control, and it's chaotic, and it's nothing new, and you all know this, so... Exactly, so what's the problem? <laughs> he doesn't know that. And I understand why he's afraid. Well, if he's been following us, he should know that, huh? And I'm gonna be like, I'll go right into... Revan be like trying to do a calming gesture, like put the weapon down, like just breathe. 
You can per- like, try to persuade him. Can you try? Can you tell him to like take deep breaths? With me? <laughs> yeah, why not? Anything I say to him is going to help right now. All right, I will. Fuck me! <laughs> I got a toe. All right, but I got six. I don't think that's gonna do shit. Okay. Yeah. Rod, move out. <laughs> me. <laughs> Unfortunately. Kenny's gonna cast Kenny's gonna cast <laughs> heroism at third level. Um which makes you immune to being frightened. Yes. You're immune to being frightened. Okay. And that's on me and then two other people. We're gonna do um the rabbit man, and then is anyone it, else frightened? Trig and Baron. Trig and the baby. Eli, where is Vasul? Um, Probably y'all fucking around somewhere praying. Yeah. Yeah, the Vasul had, just, had disappeared. If if he's here and frightened, <laughs> I don't want to fight that big old bitch. <laughs> where is he? You haven't seen Vasul um, since first, his first okay. watch. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. He's out praying. Um, Kenny, who are, who's the other two people? So, um, you're casting Vervain, yourself, Sorry, and then me. Which one? Trigger Baron. Um, let's do Trig, cause arrows. We can spend some time on Baron. Cause arrows. You send out this divine energy and everybody's kind of like cast it over with this golden energy and eventually that, that fear just kind of starts to soften and Vervain cautiously still, though warily looking at you, Shoti, eventually lowers his his weapon. Is there anyone else that is currently feared? Just Baron, baby. Okay, Baron. Uh, uh, um, Rad will cost. Rad will cast heroism and take it off of Baron. Yeah, you go. You walk up to Baron, who's just in tears, just crying, and you kind of just lay an, uh, a small hand on her head and cast heroism. Meet you, little dude. Cast heroism. <laughs> <laughs> and she slowly stops crying and she seems to kind of settle um so kind of oh there you are Shadow. you were gone for a minute I wasn't I promise I was here well we kind of uh we kind of all woke up I mean should we just uh kind of get an early start to the day that depends how long have we been down you guys have all probably collectively done a long rest um it's dawn is starting to kind of stretch on the on the in the sky I just I wonder what this rune was here for, what this did. The voices are speaking to her. It must have had a purpose for starting. Oh, oh, oh uh, she's not scared anymore, and I'll bring her over to uh, Shouty. I'll wait for her to reach for me before I... She takes a moment, like that, 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 that one second that kids decide whether or not they're going to do it, and eventually she kind of leans in, kind of reaches up and pick her up. I'm sorry you were afraid. Not that you're afraid of me, but did the voices say anything when you touched the rock? Um, she kind of shakes her head. She's like, no. I didn't... Did you feel anything? I felt another... Like, I felt something, like, elsewhere. And she kind of, like, points in a, in, a, in a direction, kind of, like, up in the sky, like, off somewhere, like, not even a real direction. Mm. Like... Don't like, like that. Like the friends in the sky we talked to before. And she shakes her head, no. Did it hurt? She shakes her head, no. She's kind of like looking down at her toes, like looking down, kind of being asked all these mm-hmm. questions. You want to touch it again? Uh. Shakes her head, no. 
just kind of like picking at herself, like wringing her hands, kind of, she feels like she's in trouble. <laughs> you're, not in tr- you're not in trouble, I just wanted to make sure you weren't hurt, or anything like that. As long as you're okay, that's all that matters. That's all we care about. She nods. I think it's time to find Vasul and continue with our journey. I think you're right. By the time you guys break down camp and stuff like that, Dawn's on, on the way. Vasul eventually makes his, his way back through the forest and sees you all already making breaking down camp and stuff. Um, looks a little confused, but uh, he takes the hint and... Good morning. We decided to get an early start. Probably the wisest make up the most time. Have you ever been told it's very difficult to sleep in this jungle? I sleep like a baby most times, but I I get it, especially if you haven't lived your life in a jungle. The rest of the day is pretty silent, pretty chill. Um, Vervain's kind of trailed off and is taking kind of the rear. He seems still wary of all of you. While we're um, traveling, I think Rad will actually saddle up next to Trig and um, eventually gain the courage to be like, um, um... So Trig, um, I, I know that it's kind of obvious, kind of, you know, since I've been back, that I don't think you still really like me, right? It depends. Would you like a no good, dirty, rotten criminal? I guess if they weren't obviously reformed, yeah, I guess I wouldn't like him. But um, <laughs> uh, listen, I don't usually give people a shit chance to become reformed. Well, you know, maybe you don't like me, but I don't want you to say that I'm not willing to make sure you have a good time. Um, I'll look around and be like, you know, if you want, you can shoot Ponch, and I can just, like, cast her back later. I'm not, what, I'm not gonna shoot a dog. What kind of a, what kind of a miserable person do you think I am? Uh, what do you take me for? You think I'm some kind of, like, a, like a sadistic son of a bitch that's gonna go shoot a dog? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Oh, no. Rad realizes how stupid he what he just said is and he just walks away. Absolutely incredible. It's like it's like I just thought he's a fucking psychopath that'd be willing to shoot something. <laughs> the telltale your telltale personality score just went down. He's got like a little arrow in the corner that dude, just <laughs> check, <laughs> he's checking off more boxes. <laughs> It's harmless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, I've upset Shooting my dog. dog. That's ridiculous. It's more like a mastiff. It's down. more like a That's freaky shadow mastiff. So it's, it's still it's a puppy. It's got six eyes. Yeah, it's pretty freaky looking. It's got four legs. I ain't shooting it. All right, forget He's I said dead. anything. I'll walk away. Ponch is also just giving you a look. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't actually gonna Dude. let him do it. I mean, this is Mayday growth. <laughs> we had an opportunity to hurt a dog. No. And it we is. did it. This makes us sound like bad people in real life. We like dogs in real life, in fact. I have a dog. <laughs> just to, just to clear that up. Dog? We just have a terrible track record in RPGs. <laughs> um, Even though no one ever actually heard it. Was there anybody anybody else wanted to say or do anything as you travel for the rest of this day? It's pretty much the same as any other day. Trekking through this jungle. No. No more friendships no. to be made, no more <laughs> <laughs> Any ships that we need to be set sailed, y'all. 
I want to keep an eye on uh, Vervain because I am not <laughs> digging this whole vibe of Thank oh, it's a great spot. We're gonna go to this great spot. Oh, yeah, I'm to glow for twelve hours. Ugh. Whoops! Can't tell you anything about that. Fuck that vibe. <laughs> Hell no. All right, you keep an eye on the trail Caleb. back behind Best. with Vervain. Vervain and you are kind of walking side by side, quietly. I don't say anything. In fact, I think I'm holding my club in my hands like a little baby. <laughs> um. Doesn't say anything to you? He's clacking away with his, the shots on his feet next to you? I'm playing dad on a field trip, standing next to the kid. <laughs> Just right here. Uh, I put Baran on my shoulders and try and make her forget she was scared of me this morning. She kind of wraps her her hands on top of uh, puts her hands on top of your head like she normally does, um, and she's kind of just looking at all the trees and stuff, seeing all the birds and other creatures that are kind of lurking around. It's a nice day. It's getting warm and stuff like that. You f- um, eventually can start to smell the the brine and the salt air and stuff like that as you seem to be getting near um, the coast. Oh, smells good. It's about. Most of the day before you guys eventually the trees start to kind of taper off and you start to hear the sounds of waves and eventually are reaching the coastline. Race ya! And I'm gonna bust out my surfboard and race to the shore. Okay. Nobody will. Oh, I'm I'm definitely gonna race. <laughs> I cast Zephyr Strike and Dart. God damn it! As quickly as I can. <laughs> damn it! Rat. No rolls can beat an Aaron. If I see if I see him do that, if I see him do that, I'm gonna cast slow on him. Okay. If I see them both do that, I'm gonna give up. Okay. So Rad, you just like erase you, and you just like dart out in an anchor just for the first time, just like you know what? <laughs> Let's do yeah. it. As as soon as Trig pulls that, I'm faster than yeah. lightning shit. I'm like, oh. You start oh, running man, and you're trailing cool. like slowly behind Rad, but eventually you just see Trig just zipping by, and then you slow down anchor, and Rad eventually just slyly just casts <laughs> slow. <laughs> uh, I'm not casting it on. I'm not casting it on anchor. I'm casting it on trig. On yeah. trig, yeah. And yeah. It, as it, trig it, runs right it past requires you. of him a wisdom save. Oh, that's my good one. <laughs> Got to beat a fifteen. What you wrote? I thought you did it. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit, I do it. Okay, well, because I can't out of just I see this happening and I see maybe someone so taking the point I'm gonna turn on steps of wind activate <laughs> use one of my key <laughs> points and just book yes. it. Hell yes. yeah. Yeah, Trig, when you think that you just, you got it, <laughs> that you're going to make it to the, the oceans, you see just uh, Snaval just right on your heels. <laughs> Action surge, double dash. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> how, do we, how do we actually resolve this? Like, how do we mechanically resolve who gets there first? I'm trying, I'm trying. Hold on, hold yeah, There's on. only so much beach. We have to meet in the street. I think that double dash might do it. It's good, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I if, if you can find a way to increase your speed. How much faster can you? I didn't say I'd increase my speed, but I could sure do something to make him slow down. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay, 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 okay. So if he's taking off, then 
I'm, I'm gonna just do it. I'm gonna do a massive roar right behind him, see if I get him startled, and he has to do a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> and now you become frightened. <laughs> the just the like shonen like crescendo scream. Is that what's happening? Yeah. I'm on a Jurassic Park screen right behind his ass. So, so what do I need to get? You need a, uh, well. Alright. So, wait, hold on. Oh, man, he's gonna just take So, here's, away. so, <laughs> here's what happens. Uh, I start, I get maybe ten feet ahead of you, and then the roar happens, and then I just go, ah! And I tumble <laughs> forward, and go, uh, you know, head over heels and just land flat on my ass. Well, by the time you do that, like, you've already hit the water, so you're, like, going so fast, you're, like, skipping, like, a stone off the fucking ocean as you, like, tumble, and eventually you stop, and you slowly... <laughs> Same for you, Snival. Eventually, you, you, you're reaching a velocity in which you're gliding over the water as you slow down. <laughs> Your feet are soaking wet, because <laughs> you, you weren't able to stop before <laughs> the water. I'm grumpy. All right, so it's high, then. <laughs> I, I turn to Kenny and Shouty and I go, you know, I could have beat them if it was without power. <laughs> Rad won't stop either and he'll just jump into the water and. <laughs> Get turtle. Yeah, you jump it into the water. The water's nice and cool. How do the waves look? Uh, the waves are pretty. Uh... They're like, they're like two to three, two to three feet. Right, exactly. Two to three feet? Is that, that's pretty small, huh? That's pretty small, but like still catchable. All right. It's good, it's good teaching waves. So maybe, um, once Nuval returns to the shore, I'll start, uh, giving her my first lessons as, as the other group decides what, how, how we're going to get off this island. Well, you have your boat. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I can build a plan C. Mm. Uh, how have we been? Have we been traveling only for a few hours? Yeah, it's it's about um, I would say like pushing towards the later part of, of okay. the afternoon by the time you guys reach there, but still plenty of uh, plenty enough light. Sh should we get going? Uh, we can sleep I mean, and ride in the boat if we take shifts. Well, if it's going to be dark soon. Do we really want to start sail today? Should we just push it till tomorrow? I think we need to oh. go as fast as we can. We've only got one. I time. don't know. I think that mm, the ship might need some repairs before we keep moving. Uh, I think I should do some specification checks and um, yes. lift the sails. A couple All right, it's decided. Times. We're staying for the night. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Back out of the water. <laughs> I'm gonna like kind of like pick Trig up and like put my big ass arm around him and just like kind of barrel hug, like side hug him and bring him on. I'm shore. wet now. Yeah. <laughs> Soaking wet. <laughs> now you're in the sand. You're like coated in sand. <laughs> you're waterlogged. <laughs> I did actually. All right, so all well, all, all Rad is doing is trying to teach Nuval how to surf using his surfboard. I am going to do that. Yes. Let the boat out of its cage before you start. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to go through the process of releasing the boat from its prison and discussing with Vasul the, um, like, sea routes I'll be taking. The, okay. What do they call those? 
chargers? Yes. Maybe? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, chargers. Yeah, you, you take the, the globe and you hand it to Vasul because you're, you're not quite sure how it works. Um, he takes the, the globe yeah. out and he kind of like dips it into the water eventually just wave upon wave just kind of spills out and eventually the ship kind of stretches and eventually uh, your boat is back out on the shore. Boat is back in town! <laughs> and then you begin to discuss Vas uh, the charts with Vasul. You guys look at the map and he mentions that it's best to kind of more hug the uh, closer towards um, hold on, hold on. Let me bring the map back up. We've gotten so far away from the Rokwit guys. <laughs> hey, yeah, finally. That's your soul. Can There's I ask him too what this big star is? I mean, obviously our route goes opposite it, but is there, un unless that's not a point of significance what, this thing? on the map, but that little the logo. It's like Lotus. Yeah, the little tri-star. Yeah. Oh, that that's just a a, a marker for Odenau. So Odenau and Lotus. It's like a faction. <laughs> what is everybody else doing as you guys are, I guess, settling in for the night for one more night on Wall Are there any trees? I mean, there's the trees back where you were. But, you... like, are there not ginormous trees? Cow ginormous, what are you doing? Like trees that I could <laughs> chop down. You, well, you brought all that yeah, wood. You, know, you salvaged ginormous. some wood from the one of the other but boat. But I need more. What are you doing? Okay. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> a survival check, then. Aaron, we're both carrying, like, to capacity if yeah, I throw me. Me. Remember, you throw me. I more. You trying to make a balance Between oh. the two of us, we have like 400 pounds of well, lumber. I probably like, don't find any. I only gather seven. Yeah, I mean, you find some tall trees, but not quite the trees that you're looking for. Not, not, gin shame. not ginormous <laughs> enough. <laughs> mm -mm. None of them are good enough. He's just normous. Just normous. Jeez. <laughs> Only Shorty. the most quality lumber for our ship. What you plan? None of that Lowe's <laughs> shit. Uh, Shodi, Kenny, are you guys doing anything? Um, I kind of wanted to go swimming. Okay. But I want to see where Shodi, what's going on. I also was planning on taking Baron swimming. <laughs> yes. Let's <laughs> get in the water. Hell yeah. Okay. We can we can give the baby swimming lessons. <laughs> Okay, then you dunk him in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you guys are <laughs> just, just short. Just fling them. Yeah, yeah, with the waves and stuff like that. You guys just have Baron and one in each. You guys are both holding one of her hands. We pull her from Yeah. Wish. And the waves splash oh. up and she's laughing. You guys kind of bring her back down to the water. The wave comes by. You swing her back up. <laughs> it's cute. Guys, I gotta say, we are the best moms. Like, this whole yeah, country. You're beautiful. We've really been killing it. Except for all the fear and screaming. Well, that's good yeah, mom yeah. stuff, too. You gotta, you gotta, what's, what's a mom without a little fear? So, while they're playing in the water, then, um, I'm just gonna start taking this lumber, and I'm gonna start, uh, cutting pieces of it off, and I'm going to begin the process of carving 40 lawn stakes. Oh, no. What are you oh, doing? Like How tall are these stakes? Only that takes about, time. Only about one foot. Buffy, what's your plan? <laughs> hey, they could be crude. They don't have to be fancy. I just want sharpened, I just want 40 sharpened sticks. Okay, yeah, you, you yeah. sit there That's crouched totally over just... You know, going away, slicing on it. I'm whittling. Whittling like a madman. Why 40? <laughs> Why 40? 40 is very specific. specific. 
Um, anything, anything else anybody doing as knights? 20 per side. I, I kind of want to know how far <laughs> I, uh, Rad got. Yeah, and I'll, I'll actually also serve. spend my last spell slot to cast Control Water to make sure that, like, when she, like, you know, takes a wave, it's, like, extra strong and kind of gives her a good ride. Okay. Uh, roll me an intelligence check to see how much you retained, Snowball of uh, Rad's lesson, and Rad, roll me a performance check to see how well you were able to teach her. Mm, that's fair. That's just cruel, Eli. <laughs> lessons you must learn. Lessons must learn. I'm making, I'm making a performance. You were making a performance, and Snowball's making a straight intelligence check. I rolled a 22. Okay. Ooh, nice. nice. Now, what did you retain? <laughs> okay, hold on. Because I'm scared. Here. Oh man, what happened to you cast step Snoopy. of the wind on a surfboard? Ooh. Yeah, Holy nice, shit. nice, nice, nice. Yeah, Brad, you just, you're able to tell her the ins and outs. Become one with the board. Do a, a distribute the weight. <laughs> tell her about the quick jump up, you tell her about the stance, you're not too far in the head, not too far back, you just gotta find the right thing and just... Ride, I'm pretty ride good. vibe, <laughs> and yeah, roll me a performance check, Snowball, as you attempt the wave. <laughs> Come could, on, could I give her advantage because it. I'm kind of using control water to like just kind of create the perfect wave? I'll give her advantage because you're controlling <laughs> the water. What happened? Yeah, man of shit. It was an eleven and a twelve. Oh, so good for a first timer. <laughs> twelve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you you sit out in the water and you, you wait for the wave to come and you see that kind of like swell coming and you, you Rad, that's when Rad told you that's the time to start paddling start feverishly paddling ahead you, these shorter strokes then maybe but you eventually you feel the weight of the wave right behind you and you, that's when you jump up you get it, you're wobbling for a second and you're, you're skimming across the wave getting closer and closer to shore um but eventually you start kind of just like leaning too far on your front leg and you just start moving forward. <laughs> um, are, are Shouty and uh, Baron and Kenny like playing in the water? Yeah, they're okay. still playing in the water. I think, um, oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. I don't have enough spells to do it, never mind. Oh, okay. you kind of eat shit a little bit at the end, kind of gets caught up in the spray and the sand a bit, but you kind of wash up on the shore. <laughs> we we would have taken it. We would have taken a short rest in the day. So like I would have because I use one spell slot in the very beginning of the day. Yeah. Okay, like right. So I, I would have a spell slot left. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, Rad is going to see them playing off and, like, sees that uh, Snooval kind of has the the gist of, of it and going to let them practice, and he's going to swim underwater, and when he gets close enough to them, I assume they're relatively close to the shallows, he's going to cast Enlarge and, like, explode out of the water, like, kind of trying to scare them. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I punch him. As if he hasn't already been scared enough today. <laughs> this giant <laughs> red. Oh. <laughs> I got Godzilla. Fucking like like Bowser. Bowser. <laughs> Bowser. <laughs> Bowser. <laughs> a little taken aback and scared. <laughs> you go. 
just like shoves Baran away in the water. It's like, swim! <laughs> it's just me, you guys! <laughs> what comes wrong with you? I thought it'd be funny. No! It's terrifying! Get <laughs> out of us! Oh, I'm sorry. I'll just kind of turn around. How long does that last? Uh, Can you turn it? It might off? be like an hour, so maybe I'll just help uh, I'll help Anchor put the ship back together. You're just sitting out in the ocean, like crouched down, and you're just <laughs> He's like picking up little large sticks. Lumber. Little sticks. I don't feel I'm small often, surfing. but that was terrifying. <laughs> I hope you learned his lesson. It's only one minute, so. I I think while they were all having their festivities and everything, I think that he takes down the main uh, mast, the main sail. And I think that he wants to start a tapestry just like the one around his waist, but it's concerning us. Uh, there's special attention to start the story of, of what we've been doing with Baran since the beginning. So beginning at Tengu Atoll and then everything we've experienced up to this point as far as he can with the oil po uh, paints. Nice. You guys gather and make a fire for the night as, as dusk settles into tonight. Um, it's a little bit colder than you, it has been over the last few days since you're now on the coastline and you're getting the sea breeze. It's a little more chillier than before. Um, Vasul's still with you. Um, can I can I just not kill everybody, but I want to, like, oh, breathe a uh, <laughs> fire on the sand to warm it all up so it's not, like, super cold out. Okay. So everyone can just, if you're sitting on the sand, everyone, it's like a warm blanket type oh. thing. Don't they do it like spas and like heat up sand? Yeah. 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 Weird start. Oh, you do it very delicately, you just short puffs and breaths to kind of just heat a little. Mm. Rattle, like, get oh, under the sand, like, full body. He's like, all right, all right, blow on it now. Oh. <laughs> relaxing. It's relaxing. Um, but Vasul's with you. I'm not sure if you guys wanted to keep Vervain around. Hey, they're um, always welcome to the party. Man, they want to chill, they can chill. I don't know, don't they have some runes to touch? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I'm skeptical. Mm. Maybe it's chill, just be chill. Uh, I'm. I mean, I think I'm okay. With it. I think if he would have, he could have, and he should have. Um, okay. He's there. You haven't seen the 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 rest of his pack that you that he's mentioned. They didn't accompany him to the uh, to the coastline. It's just him. So you don't know where they're at or if they're still around. Uh, I'm gonna ask the school actually. I'm gonna look to him and say, uh, "Does Vervain think to come with us?" Come with you where? I mean, further than here. <laughs> mm. I, I, I would have imagined he'd gone back to his people by now. Not to cause offense, he's welcome. I mean, that is something that he would have to consider. Um, it is not the Lapines' real forte to leave the shores or leave their, their homelands, so it would be a lot to ask. From what I've gathered, he just simply wanted to make sure that you guys were safe at a relatively small distance. He didn't intend to even make his presence known, but uh, the child was falling and he thought to help. 
very suspicious of him. What about you, Vasul? What are you going to do once we leave? Um, well, I could go find my, my family, my tribe, and get back to the days, the days that, uh, that I do. But, um, unless you need something more of me. Just, uh, stay in touch. We hope to see you again. We appreciate all you've done for us. Well, if you ever want to return to War Raven, you... It would be not very hard to find the wall tribe. Uh, I'm going to take out a handful of the, the silver jaws teeth that I have, and I'm going to go over to Vasul and Vervain, and uh, I'll give, like, two to Vervain. And I, I know he can't understand me right now, but I'll just say, thank you. Um, and I'm sorry again. And then I'll turn to Vervain and say, you disappear a lot at night. Um, and I just wanted to give you a gift, I suppose. Um, I don't have any fingers, but I have teeth. Not my teeth, obviously. They're teeth of fish, and they're body parts. And you have body parts on your body that aren't your own body parts, and these aren't your own body parts. So, um, here you go. And I'll give him, like, four. <laughs> Okay. He, he takes the, the four in his hands and he kind of nods at you as a, a gesture of, I guess, kindness and, and understanding. Um, this is quite Maybe puzzled. They're very hand. small. <laughs> they are very small. Maybe you can, like, stick them under the fingernails so that they look like... I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for your help. I, I'm sure I caused a bit of trouble and I want to apologize for that. Called no trouble to me. Makes no difference. You seem very honest. That's... I suppose so. <laughs> okay. Who's, uh, who's gonna run first watch? Um, I'll watch. I'll do watch. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna stay up all night. Well, <laughs> that's not very healthy for you, dude. It'll be healthy for us in the long run. Why you have to be a martyr, man? Why don't you just- why can't we just take turns? Because <laughs> I've got something special planned. Oh, okay. Mm. I'll try not to keep y'all up with the hammer sounds. Uh, regardless of whether he stays up or not, <laughs> I'm going to keep watch. Okay. Yeah, no. I'm- I'm gonna get in my sand little cocoon and just- don't try to kill everybody, Trig. And then just because that surfing took a lot out. Of oh me. yeah, you you you're gonna feel it. <laughs> Noodles. Not open. A little flame coming out each snore. That's how yeah. smoke. You're, you're gonna find new muscles. <laughs> well, everybody else but Rad and and Trig, you wander off to to sleep. Um, including Vasul and, and uh, Vervain, they, they find a, a place to, to rest. Um, Trig and Rad, roll me perception checks. 17. Uh, 12. 12? 
Nice. Okay. Yeah, you guys are um, trig. You're you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. Are you still I'm making steaks? Awesome. Well, it depends. How did I did I make forty steaks? I feel like they don't need to be good steaks. They just need to be uh, steaks. I feel like by now, once you've gotten into about the first hour into your watch, you've probably finished the last steak. Um, so you've now moved on to <laughs> whatever the next task is. But even though you're kind of preoccupied with that, you're still kind of any noise. You're kind of jarting around. You're looking. Um, and all you see is the empty sea and the waves and stuff like that and, and the trees and the low fire that's kind of slowly starting to dim out. But that's about it. Not that I would care if I did see anything. I'm pretty occupied with this. But when I'm done with the stakes, what I would like to begin doing is taking the lumber that we have and I would like to, uh, from the edge of the ship, I would like to begin building a slanted wall with a flat top, like almost like a lean-to. Oh, now you, you, you have to tell me if I have enough wood and enough time and how far I get. But I would like to start building these, uh, just nothing crazy, just with, with nails and the, the extra wood. You know, probably at about a 45 degree angle on either side, moving up to a flat top, of course, leaving a hole for the, the mast and everything. And I just want to try to extend the hut through the length of the ship. Okay. You're extending the hut. Okay, cool. I see now what you're doing. I was very concerned about what you were doing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, it didn't track, and then you were yeah. like, I'm making a hut. I was like, okay, that makes sense. It, I was fig... <laughs> okay, yeah. You, I mean, you start building it. It, t- it does take some time, but you are hammering, and you are starting to at least get the frame together. Yes. And of course, as I'm going... I am hammering the stakes in at regular intervals, protruded out from the wall. There it is. <laughs> okay. 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 I got it. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 preoccupied with that, and and Rad, you you're sitting at the fire. It's getting low and stuff, but you're keeping an eye. You don't notice anything particular. The occasional like stirring of like the woods and the tree line and stuff kind of gets your attention. Um, Paunch is kind of just at your feet, kind of snoozing. Um, but you don't notice anything. Anchor. Ooh. Oh, fuck again? You're gonna hit me oh, twice? Twice my, twice my dude, twice my dude. You're sleeping, and as you're sleeping, you notice that you are standing on the coastline of Walraven in the beach that you're currently at. But you're not at the fire like you normally are at. You're like far away, further down the beach, like, like you're watching them, like you're watching, and you're viewing, and you're seeing. How aware am I that this is a dream? Roll me a, roll me a perception check. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, It's a six. Not enough. But yeah, you look like you're okay. you're gazing and watching y- everybody else from afar, including you. You can see yourself kind of curled up. Am I me looking down at, down at me in my anchor? Yeah. You notice your own visages and stuff like that, but you're staring. Okay, I'm going to walk towards the camp. You start approaching the camp. Um 
fire is really dim now, and Rad is the only one awake, and he's kind of poking at the, the last residual embers. It's obviously a fake. You should just try to cut him down. Um, but you're, you're creeping quietly. Roll me a stealth check. Uh, oh. uh, it's terrible. A six plus um, two. Eight. Yeah, you're, you're, Rad, you're sitting at the fire. You're poking the flames and stuff like that. Um, you kind of notice um, Anchor and he's kind of like twitching in his dreams. He's kind of like almost like he's stirring, but he's kind of like tilting his head kind of like back and forward. He's kind of like s- squinting. I'll watch him. Okay. Um, I'm, go- um, I'm gonna try and shake Rad. You know, grab him by the shoulders and shake him as hard as I can. Get him to look at me. Um, yeah, you, you try. Um, but doesn't seem to, to notice you, doesn't seem to, do you call out to him and you don't hear your voice, but you just slowly stalking and slinking by. He sees me scratch my butt. <laughs> cool. Cool. So hard to do. It I'm sorry, Rad, what was, the, what was your perception check again? 16. 16. Okay, yeah. Rad, as you're, like, you're watching Anchor kind of stir, um, and Anchor, you're just watching yourself get closer, and you're now, like, kind of almost standing right behind Rad. Um, that's when you start to feel that essence of that dream kind of dissipate, and uh, when you feel that swelling of fear and stuff, you begin to stir Anchor from your dream. And as you do, you look up, and you notice that there's something behind Rad, and Rad, as... Um, as Anchor kind of startles you, you also hear something from behind you kind of step in. And as you turn around, you see the face of the faceless, uh, the, the mask of the faceless woman. And that's where we're going to end today. Oh, no! No! Evil! Oh! Evil! You're canceled, Eli. I know what's coming, but I'm still so mad. Battle on the beach. Oh my god. They can see through me. They can fucking see through me. Yeah. I'm a homing beacon.